0: Uh, okay, so um, thank you. And uh, Chairman uh, Tiffany and Ranking Member Neguse, I will um, try to make comments that uh, substantiate some of those warm uh, introductory comments. I did submit uh, written uh, testimony, and I think I'm just gonna try to visit for a bit. And if that gets a little too difficult, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> tell some fire stories that I think will illustrate the point I'm trying to make. Um, For me, it isn't that hard to believe that we should be putting out fires. Uh, I started doing that in 1971 and I pretty well stuck with it for the next 50 years. I understand the need to introduce fire into the forests. I've got a solution for that. My message is now is not the time to play around with fires. And I'm, and I'm serious about saying that. I, I worked and lived in California for many years, but I've also fought fire in many, many other states, including some here in the east. And so, um, and I think I need to say this too, in preparation for coming here, I talked to a number of people, um, both inside the agency and outside the agency. And I think that's why I'm glad I'm not a decision maker here, I'm a witness. Uh, This is a kind of a divisive issue. If you talk to a lot of Forest Service people, particularly in the fire service, oh, we got to have all the tools. Uh, We might need to make a resource uh, decision here to let this fire go until we get uh, in a place where we can deal with it. I understand that. But if I talk to people who are outside the forest boundary, who maybe own land or cabins or um, ski areas or... um, power lines, they're not so down with uh, managing a fire for resource benefits and not even sure what that means, but it means that we're not suppressing it. And so um, my message is, and it wasn't that hard to do. I was doing it in the 70s. When I was a force supervisor on the El Dorado, we met and said with our partners, our CAL FIRE partners, we're gonna put fires out on this forest. Uh, We have enough smoke in the air in California. We've contributed enough carbon. Uh, We are gonna put fires out, all of them. And and even with that, uh, you know, we weren't entirely successful. Um, So I think that's an important point. Well, my other point is there are people in the agency and it came up here earlier. Well, the Forest Service owns this land. And you know, part of my experience with the Congressman uh, is uh, it's not Forest Service land. We, we manage it for the people. And uh, if you have that in your mind that it isn't ours as a Forest Service official, uh, yes, we have responsibility, a lot of responsibility on what to do there, but we have to keep our eye on the people that own it around us. And um, And right now, I haven't found many people, I didn't talk to many people that think, uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we we'll use alternative suppression tactics, and uh, you know you might uh, be at risk. Uh, we hope not. We're, we're successful ninety nine percent of the time. Well, you know we have a lot of fires. One percent of a whole lot of fires uh, is isn't a good number. And so um, so what I'm going to conclude with here really is now's not the time to do anything but suppress fires, at least in the West, I think, and that uh, if you want to have a resource benefit from burning, then you can do the planning for it, and you can tell the public why you're doing it, and you can tell the public where the money's coming from to do it, and then you can have a prescribed fire. Uh, This idea that you would let a lightning strike decide where on your forest was a priority uh, is really hard for me to, uh, you know, to really grasp, and after 50 years of service, I should understand why that's important. I think it is because it's natural, and and uh, the forests uh, really respond well to natural things like lightning. And I'm going to say the forests aren't natural right now, and uh, and this isn't the time to uh, choose alternative strategies. That's um, I think that's really what I what I wanted to say.